you go into your shower feeling tired. But as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. NFL Total Access is a production of the NFL in partnership with iHeartRadio. It's Tuesday, January 23rd, and you're listening to NFL Total Access, the podcast. Wait for the st- That is the voice of today's special guest, a reporter and a host who has joined us almost every week this NFL season to turn our attention to things we may have missed from the previous week. She has helped us live in a world of instant nostalgia where what happens on the field is never missed, where what happens off the field is never misreported. She is the span that connects us from our living rooms to NFL locker rooms. She is the bridge. Bridget Condon, welcome back, Bridge. Thanks for having me. Nice what to see a, you, dude. What a fun weekend of football, and I'm so happy to talk about it before it we get ready for this eight weekend. Eight games, eight teams rather, four games, one goal, advance. Only four teams could, um, but in the process of all of that drama, all of that defining drama, Bridget had her eye on a few things that we may have missed. I am your host, NFL Network senior writer Andrew Levy, and on today's show, well, those five things that we may have missed in the divisional round. We're also going to hear from former Lions tackle Lomas Brown, who will be totally unbiased, of course. Can't wait for that. But first, this. Well, you heard the numbers. Let's hear them again. Eight teams, four games, four winners, four losers, one woman whose eyes and ears and sources covered every play, every player, every team, every fan base, and every blade of grass, real or artificial. Bridget Condon, what's the first thing we may have missed from the divisional round? I'm sure nobody missed this, but it was too great to leave out. Jason Kelsey, ah, need I say the shirtless more? wonder. In the suite, cheering for Travis, his brother, Taylor Swift, of course, in the suite as well. One of my favorite moments from this entire, I don't know what to call it, movie? Should we call it a movie? I don't know. Is when he jumps out and a little kid has a Taylor sign that says, my first game and Taylor, what could be better? And he picks the little kid up and shows like puts her toward the box and tries to get like Taylor's attention to say, look at the sign. And the kid waves to Taylor, meets Taylor. Obviously, best moment of that kid's life, I presumably. I didn't see that. How cool is that? I saw Jason kind of right. looking like he was, you know, down in a beer and then mm-hmm. sort of did a rather impressive like plyometric box jump did you see the back up to the back up to the suite. I didn't see the little kid, though. That's very nice. Did you see the text that um, his mom sent him, Jason's no. mom? It said... Like his daughter was like, daddy's boobs are out or daddy's, um, I don't know if she said boobs or nipples, but um, hilarious. <laughs> something along those lines. Amazing. amazing. Uh, he posted it on Twitter, so I think it's okay to say. Jason Kelsey stealing the spotlight from Taylor Swift and his brother, which How is, not, awesome which is, is not an easy thing to do. Now, hold right. on a second. Now, Bridget, now you, look, did you choose this word intentionally? You, when describing it, said this movie, mm. which could in some ways suggest that it's fiction. Mm. I don't want this to be fiction. No, it's a documentary. It's a documentary. <laughs> it's a docu-series. 
It's real. It's real. Is it real? It's real. But what how? do your sources tell you? The Taylor <laughs> Travis oh thing God, is real. absolutely real. Absolutely. They really care about each other. Yes. You're not going this far. Like for some You're not publicity going to Kansas stunt. City when it's negative 30 yeah, for a publicity right. Right. stunt. And let's be honest, neither person really needed some sort of like kick of publicity to sort of help their career along. Travis Kelsey just became like, you know, uh, co-partners of the greatest quarterback uh, pass receiver, you know, uh, tandem in, in playoff history. Taylor Swift is the most popular woman on planet Earth. Beyonce may raise an eyebrow at that, but it's one of the two. So there you go. And I also just love the fact that Jason and Travis are so supportive of one another. Their parents should be proud. Obviously, a a hard week for him. The Eagles get eliminated in the first round of the playoffs. A lot of people speculating he's retiring. One of the funniest tweets I saw, I think it was from Kyle Long, that said a lot of people might think that, you know, this is – Jason retired, but this is just Jason every day. <laughs> so, so Jason every day, shirtless in very, very cold conditions in Buffalo, um, but making things happen. A lot of joy in that box um, and making a little girl's dreams come true, uh, holding her up to meet her idol, Taylor Swift. Well How done, cool. Jason Kelsey. Don't retire from the game. Just Please stick don't. around, whether you're on the field or in the in the box watching your brother play, whatever whatever you do, just stick around these confines. We like Our lives are better, Jason. Jason, when you're around. Okay, Bridget, that's one thing we may have missed in the divisional round. What is number two? Number two is actually a video that I took. I was at the oh, Packers-Niners game. Yeah, a little um, pat on my I don't back. really have much of a budget for this podcast. I can't license that video, so mm. you're just going to have to tell us about it. Okay, so, you know, when you're covering a game, most stadiums at the two-minute warning allow reporters onto the field because often once it hits zeros, we're on the field trying to get the post-game interview with a player of the <laughs> okay. winner. I didn't know that. Oh. So you're telling me that when the two-minute warning is sounded Mm -hmm. that's your cue as a reporter to go down to the field or at least to to emerge from the tunnel out onto the field usually we leave with about nine or eight minutes left in the fourth and then you're kind of in waiting then you're in the tunnel and then at two minutes most stadiums some stadiums don't they allow you to wait on the sideline because once it hits zero, it's very quick that you need to find first the person. half and end of game. No, no, no. Just end of game. Yeah, because you're trying to find the person you're interviewing. Copy that. Anyways, so I was covering the Packers. Omar Ruiz, my colleague, was on the Niners. So we both were down there. If the Packers had won, I would have done the interview. He did it. So we didn't know who we were going to be interviewing, of course, because the game came down to the final minutes. So I'm standing on the sideline. And th- I mean, that game was incredible. And the rain is coming, the fans are screaming. Jordan Love gets the ball back with just over a minute to go. You know, I'm like, is this his legacy drive? Like, what's about to happen? It's so exciting. I have my phone out, and Dre Greenlaw intercepts him, of course. And I'm looking not at Greenlaw. I'm seeing Nick Bosa, who in that very moment drops down to his knees, lifts his arms up in relief. One of his coaches comes over and, like, hugs him, picks him up, brings him over to the sideline. And I posted the video on Twitter, obviously got a lot of traction. That moment, I believe, was caught on camera, and they did end up showing it in the postgame show. But that really put, to me – the best explanation of what the Niners went through this game yes. and pure joy and relief that they found a way to get the win because for, I would say, probably 55 minutes of that 60-minute game, yeah. 
it didn't look like they were going to win. They were outplayed for most of that game, but they made the plays when it mattered most at the end. Game-winning drive from Brock Purdy and and Nick Bosa uh, dropping to his knees in celebration, which really, Matt LaFleur and, and Jordan Love and, and all of you over there wearing green and gold, that is a full credit to you that you pushed this assumed we, we knew early on this was the best team in the NFC, and you pushed them right to the edge, and the fact that they beat you comes as a relief. That says a lot about what you were able to do, uh, not just in, the in that game, but all through this season. And, yes, the future is bright for any Packers fan and any Packers player. Okay, that's two things we may have missed from the divisional round. Let's go to number three. What you got, Bridge? From interception to interception, this time, Lions, Derek Barnes. I love his story. You know what's interesting is when the the Super Bowl was out here in L.A., I went to NFL Honors, and my husband and I were, like, in the – some, like – I don't know what you call it, sweet or something, like before the show started. You don't you don't have to sound like a commoner no, just to make us feel better. It was a sweet. I don't sweet. know what it was. Anyways, we're talking to this guy. We didn't know who it was. We didn't know it was an NFL player or whatever. I, I love this story. And we're just kind of chatting, and he was so nice, and we were talking about, you know, being there and whatever, blah, 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 blah. That uh, very night, Andrew Whitworth wins NFL um, – Peyton, Walter Payton Man of the Year, yes. and in his speech, he talks about Derek Barnes, the kid who was at the Boys and Girls Club. Yes, in, as a little kid. Yes, and Derek Barnes Back stands, when Whitworth was with the Bengals. Yes, and Derek Barnes stands up, and my husband and I look at each other like, that's, that's the, the guy that we just were talking <laughs> to, and he didn't even tell us, like, Amazing. I'm here because of Andrew Whitworth, or right. I'm an NFL player. And so since that moment, we've, you know, connected on social media, and, you know, we follow each other, and I've seen he got married, and he had a baby, and I talked to him when I was there uh, against the Rams in the locker room after, because, so he literally had his first child two weeks ago today, on January. January 9th, his son Trey was born. And I asked him leading up to the Rams game, I'm like, what has this week been like for you? Because you are playing in a playoff game for the very first time. And the same week, you have you become a father yeah, for the very on first daddy time. Duty. And he's like, it's been an emotional week, obviously, and credited his wife for allowing him to get some sleep. You know, that's typically not what you do as a first-time parent. And he he talked about how his whole life he just wanted to have a kid who he could show like him playing on on the field and he he wanted to do it for someone and and that has become Trey baby Trey was at his first game on Sunday and Derek Barnes gets the game ceiling interception the story of these Lions players is just one I don't know how you can root against and especially a guy as awesome as Derek Barnes from Andrew Whitworth at Boys and Girls Club to now becoming a dad to getting a big interception it's just it's one of those stories that, as a fan, you just get behind. Baker Mayfield's, uh, you know, despair was Derek Barnes' joy. And, listener, do yourself a favor. Go back and look at that game-sealing, ostensible game-ending play by Derek Barnes. Because this young man who Bridget got to know without even knowing who he was, uh, that play was just extraordinary from a football standpoint. He was peeking in as if he was about to blitz off the end. He drops into coverage. He feels the route behind him. He feels the curl and makes an incredible play to snag that ball and you know get that game ceiling, that game winning uh, interception. A really a hell of a play. And then treat yourself to watch the interview that was done immediately after the game because he jumps up on Jared Goff and kind of interrupts the post game as one of the MVPs. 
expertise and then proceeds to give bridge i know you saw this proceeds to give what sounded like a a best actor speech thanking everybody who he knew (laughs) thanking all of the players who believed in him and the coaches who believed in him but what you see in his face was something like genuine gratitude all of this very humble young man that you met uh, before you even know who he was that's exactly who we were treated to when we saw Derek Barnes kind of announce himself on a national stage in that divisional round win Derek Barnes the third thing we may have missed in divisional round weekend You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. We interrupt this podcast to bring you Lomas Brown, an 18-year NFL career, 11 years with the Lions. He was a five-time All-Pro, seven-time Pro Bowler. He's a member of the all-time Lions team, and now he's the color commentator for his beloved team. Baker leans in. There's the snap. Blitz comes. Mayfield back. Loads. Goes. Pick up yes. the Lions. Intercepted yes. by the Lions. Intercepted yes. by the Lions. Derek yes. Barnes. Derek Barnes. Yes. Derek Barnes. Oh, baby. One. 33 to go. The Lions are going to yes. San Francisco. San Fran, here we come, baby. Here we come. That's Lomas Brown on the radio. Here he is on TA the broadcast today with Kimmy Checks. We are so excited to be joined now by former Lions and Lions radio analyst Lomas Brown. Lomas, welcome into the NFL Total Access. Oh, thanks for having me. I'm excited. All right, so we have to start where we just heard we heard the call of that game-winning interception by Derek Barnes yes 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 take me through the moment <laughs> of when that was happening and you knowing the Lions are headed to the uh, to the championship game oh it, it, it was just so exciting like I say when Derek got his hands on the ball it just the realization that we were going that we finally made it and just all these years that we've been gone through 30 some years of not having this exhilaration of being in the playoffs and doing well in the playoffs and only one time before getting to the championship game. So it was like a burden was lifted and it, it, it was wonderful to see. And I didn't have any other words. The only <laughs> word that came out was yes. That's why you heard that over and over again. Now, a huge storyline of the Lions this postseason and during the playoffs has been what this has meant to the fans. Is there a particular story of a fan that sticks out to you? You know, it's so many stories that you hear. And, you know, you just hear about the connection between this younger generation and the generation that grew up with their parents watching uh, the Lions, their grandparents watching the Lions. Some, as you've seen the, the, the gentleman right there, I mean, this guy's he's seen the last championship. So it's just been a long drought. It's just been a long time that people 
they've been waiting for this all their lives. And we keep hearing that if there's a parade in Detroit, it's going to be a lot of ashes poured out along that parade route because a lot of loved ones who aren't here anymore, man, this is all they wanted to see the Lions have success and win. I'm I'm procrastinating. Getting to a Super Bowl. <laughs> hey, you said there's only four quarters to me before this interview started between the Lions and the Super yeah. Bowl. You spent a lot of time with this team this season. What impresses you the most about this 2023 squad? I mean, again, how gritty these guys are. And it's a bunch of young guys that don't know any better. I mean, I, I, that's the thing that surprised me, how young this team is. And any obstacle that you seem to put in front of them, they're going to find a way to get either over it, around it, under it, but they're going to find a way to get past that obstacle in their, that way. And they've been doing that the whole season long. After losses, they seem to bounce back with victories. You know, it's just a lot of things that they've done. They've done the fundamental things. They've done the things that Dan Campbell has asked them to do. You can just see some of the things that have rubbed off on this organization from people from the front office. I'm talking about guys like Chris Spielman, you know, Brad Holmes. A lot of that you could just see in this team. And we got a lot of guys, they don't have chips on their shoulders. We got a lot of guys got boulders on their shoulders and they trying to get it off of Brush it off a little bit. Come on, Lomas. Let's brush those boulders <laughs> off those shoulders. You had an you incredible 18-season <laughs> career in the NFL as an offensive tackle. Does it make your heart sing a little bit, seeing how dynamic of a playmaker Panay Sewell has been for this squad? I'm telling you. You know, I call him my firstborn because I'm like a proud pop out there watching his son perform, man. But his, he, he's taking it to another level. And he's been doing that ever since he's gotten here. I mean, you just see him getting better and better and better. And you just see guys, he, he breaks their will. He really does, you know. And I'm just so proud of how he's been able to handle things, how he's continuously growing into a leader on this team. Guess who gives those pregame speeches? It's not those little fellas. It's that big fella, number 58, Panay Sue. Now, over 30 years ago, you were a part of the last Detroit Lions squad that played in that NFC championship game. You know the feeling that these guys are feeling headed into this weekend. What's a piece of advice for them? I think the thing to do is enjoy it. Enjoy this. I know it's easy to say, but just enjoy the moment. That's hard to do. It's easy to say, but it's hard to do because it's so much riding on the line. You got so many people counting on you. You got so much at stake at this point. But, man, you want to enjoy that. And the reason why I say that is because, again, back in 1991, you couldn't have told me that it was going to be 30-some-odd years before this team, this organization, got back to this point, which is, a, you know, getting into the NFC Championship game. When we went there and lost that, we thought we were going to be back that next year, and it didn't happen that way. So I wish I would have enjoyed it a little bit more when I was going through it. So that's the one piece of advice I give these guys. Enjoy the moment. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower, 
37 minutes later because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. You are listening to NFL Total Access, the podcast. Andrew Levy with Bridget Condon. And Bridget is reminding us or informing us of five things that we may have just missed from the divisional round of the playoffs. We're done with the first three. Let's get to number four. Bridget Condon, what you got? John Harbaugh post-game in the locker room dancing. Did you see this video? I did not. Oh, I keep my missing goodness. the coaches dancing in the locker room stuff. What do you got? You got to get to it, man, because this is I can't even describe it with words how great <laughs> this was. Well, that's the job. So do your best. What you got? I mean, he was breaking it down. He was just how better of a time is, is the Harbaugh family having right now? I don't know. And Zay Flowers jumps in there at the end dancing with him. It was so funny. They got a still of him. The Ravens did and posted it on Twitter like his facial expression he's just so happy and he quote tweeted it and was like I didn't even know I looked like that when I danced you guys got me good (laughs) just how much fun is this Ravens team having even Lamar Jackson saying at halftime he went in there and was essentially swearing being like we come on we got to pull it together the moment that they are are this moment for them where you know in 2019 he had the MVP season and they get knocked out the first round and So often he's been saying, guys, don't let this moment slip. We need to take advantage of what we have. And you saw that there in the second half against the Texans. And boy, are we in for a treat Sunday. Mahomes, Lamar, it's going to be incredible. It was tight at halftime. What, it was 10 to 10 against the Texans. And then four second half drives for the Ravens, four second half scores, three touchdowns and a field goal, final score 34-10. And what you saw at the end of that game. Now, Bridget, remind me if this is true. I feel like we had earlier in in the season a John oh, Harbaugh did. dancing uh, video that you drew our attention to so he is picking up where he left off in the middle of a very joyful team and you know what they say about happy players they are dangerous players uh, there's no there's no way to hide anymore Ravens we know how dangerous you are many people think that you are the odds on favorite to win it all in fact I think you are technically the odds on favorite to win it all but first things first take care of business against the Chiefs and if you do we expect more dancing from you Zay Flowers and you John Harbaugh that's the fourth thing we may have missed in the divisional round let's finish strong as you always do what's number five Bridget Condon number five is the other side of that Ravens game CJ Stroud I know that he lost but him and D'Amico Ryans deserve their flowers CJ Stroud spoke yesterday and said I want to be the best two days after of course they were knocked out of the playoffs by the Ravens he said I don't want to be the best rookie or the best second year player I want to be the best. This is a guy that tied the rookie record for most passing touchdowns in a playoff game. Also became the youngest quarterback to win a playoff game since 1950. I think we are going, not I think, I know we are going to be talking about C.J. Stroud and D'Amico Ryans for years to come. I love the way that he plays. I love how selfless he is. Did I share with you this story a couple weeks ago? I don't think I did. I, don't know that I you covered. Did, and if you did share it again, okay, what I'm going to share it again. I covered the um, Texans in Indy against the Colts. It was basically you needed to win 
when and you were in. Listener, when when you're in a post-game interview, when a player is at the podium, you get a couple, like, they usually talk for about five, ten minutes, and then typically the PR person says, all right, last question. So in this case, C.J. Stroud was at the podium, and there was maybe three of us that still had questions. And the PR person said, last question. This guy, you know, got his question in, and, you know, essentially it was over. But C.J. Stroud looked to me and was like, are, are you good, or do you want to ask your question? Which... I understand he's a rookie and maybe, you know, he hasn't been doing this for so long and isn't over it yet. But that just said to me how good of a person this guy is. He could have just got up and walked off the podium. The fact that he remembered, oh, I know this girl had a question and and said, hey, do you want to recognize that you you still had some work to do? And he was willing to let you do that work. And anybody who helps, you know, is nice to the media because I know that sometimes that relationship can be tough. I just respect him, and I think he's super humble, and I'm so excited to watch him develop into a great quarterback. When you can be selfless uh, when all conditions and all expectations would suggest that you're allowed to be selfish, um, that says a lot about the measure of the man, the young man that is C.J. Stroud. He is the Offensive Rookie of the Year. Sorry, Puka Nakua, but that's going to C.J. Stroud. You know it. I know it. We all know it, and he fully deserves it, and he deserves a closer look, too, not just for what he's doing on the field, but for the kind of character that he displays off the field that Bridget Condon reminds us of today. That's five things that we may just have missed in the divisional round of the playoffs. We will have Bridget back next week for five things we may have missed in the championship round. Four teams, two games, one place for your things you may have missed. It's going to be right here next week with Bridget Conn and Bridget, thank you so much for your time. Thanks for having me. I want to thank today's special guest, Bridget Condon, and I want to invite the listener to join us tomorrow morning when Sean O'Hara will be in the chair, taking us through his championship Sunday memories and how what he learned that freezing cold day in Green Bay can help the preparation of the Ravens and the Chiefs and the Lions and the Niners too. That's tomorrow morning. Till then, ciao for now. NFL Total Access is a production of the NFL in partnership with iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower, 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day. And smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you.